1: Your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Friday, May 7th edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, managing editor of USA Today's DolphinsWire.com, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and uh, very thankful for the Friday content courtesy of the Dolphins Transaction Wire. Uh, but not thankful of what it consists of. Uh, The Dolphins making another business decision yesterday, I would presume just as much as anything else, with the decision to waive veteran free safety slash defensive back Bobby McCain. McCain enjoyed six seasons here in South Florida, was a draft pick by, on day three by the team in the 2015 NFL Draft. Number 145 overall. Went on to log 55 starts in 87 games, seven career interceptions, 30 passes defensed. He's been entrenched as the Dolphins' starting free safety for the last two seasons after starting his career as a nickel corner. McCain was due to earn over $7 million against the salary cap in 2021, and this decision to part ways saves the Dolphins over $5.6 million. This is a significant number. The reason being, uh, it really helps the Dolphins to ensure they're going to get the entirety of their rookie class signed without issue with the salary cap, and without having to finagle or start messing and restructuring pre-existing contracts from other veterans on the team. There was a report, I believe, from the Miami Herald in January that the Dolphins would consider exploring, upgrading the safety room, despite the fact that Eric Rowe played well in coverage and Bobby McCain was fairly reliable, with the exception of some issues with tackling in 2020. And I really think that, from a performance issue a lack of chunk plays or a lack of explosive plays and dynamic turnovers. I understand Xavier Howard had 10 of them, but a lack of generated turnovers and simultaneously some issues with mistackling over the last two years for Bobby McCain. It becomes really difficult to justify keeping that on the books when you are the league's most expensive secondary and you signed Bobby McCain to earn corner money, and then transitioned him to play free safety in 2019, Bobby McCain's cap hit this year was aligned to be, I believe, 10th or 11th in the NFL amongst free safeties. Top 10 money in 2021. Uh, that's a big hit, and for Miami to be able to save the vast majority of that, they have to feel good about. I, I know there was some questions, and that's kind of what I want to get into today is most of the popular questions that I saw and heard and read after this news came through yesterday, starting first and foremost with, why did the Dolphins make this decision now, after the draft? From the Dolphins' perspective as a team, you don't want to cut a guy who started the majority of the last two years' worth of games of free safety with the exception of missing the final seven games of 2019 with an injury, without knowing that you're going to have the replacement on hand. So the draft comes and goes, and we've been speculating about Javon Holland and his role in the nickel and how he fits up the run and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it turns out that Eric Rowe is the one that they keep and Bobby McCaney is the one that gets the ax. And uh, I had a, an exchange with Cam Wolf, who I have nothing but the utmost respect for. He's phenomenal at his job. And Cam Wolf said, you know, Brian Flores, every intent is going to get a chance to compete for the starting free safety role, And to, to which I responded with, um, I'm not going to argue with Brian Flores on how to solve the back end of the defense, but when I watch Javon Holland and I see the value in the nickel, the value in the box, the value at the line of scrimmage, playing him in the high post isn't necessarily something that I would be excited to do a ton of, you know, at least right now. And to Holland's credit, Holland played much more of his snaps in 2018 as a freshman in the high post as the free safety. In 2019, the last year he played before opting out in 2020, he was more all over the place. So he can do a little bit of everything, and this really is, you know, this was asked on Power of the potter earlier the week, is this the mulligan for the Minka Fitzpatrick deal? Well, yes, it, it, with the versatility that he has, the tackling prowess that he has, he's better tackler than Minka is. He's not quite as dynamic. He doesn't quite have the same nose for the ball, but at the same time, he had nine interceptions in two years at Oregon. You're, I mean, you're talking about a very productive football player with, against the ball, and he was moved all over the place. And he embraced it. That's the good news. So, I, I guess you hear give him a chance to compete for Bobby McCain's role as a starting free safety. But I think if the Dolphins were to get into, we're going to cover one man and somebody's playing 15 yards off. I think at those specific down and distance situations in any given game, it's probably not going to be Holland that plays that. But when you go middle of the field open or you go two high safeties or you go cover three, yeah, you can put Holland in the game back there and, you know, charge him with having his eyes in the backfield and reading plays and diagnosing he's still going to get down into the box in a timely manner. So, I think this is just the reinforcement we need that the Dolphins want a bunch of guys that they can move all over the place. And they, they're really not going to hold a guy true to, oh, well, he's going to be Earl Thomas and he's going to play 12, 15 yards off every single play. The Dolphins, based on their pressure looks, personnel, down and distance, game situation even if he's playing free safety. Now, granted, watch, we'll we'll let this thing play out, and he will end up being the nickel, but uh, it's been quite the roller coaster ride in the secondary with the addition of Holland, the cutting of McCain, and then the newest signing, which came through last night, as you're listening to the show on Friday, uh, bringing in Jason McCourty, formerly of the Patriots, and allowing him to uh, also enter the fray here, and he's... An older veteran, he's going to be the oldest player on the team, I believe. And uh, I would expect that, and according to you know, those insiders on the the Dolphins' beat, they're receptive to playing him at free safety as well. Well, his brother plays free safety. Devin McCourney. Jason is an older player, he's got plenty of experience. Typically, that's the transition that you see. Guys get a little older, they lose a step, they go from playing on the outside to them playing on the inside. So it's, again, interchangeability, flexibility being the key word for the Dolphins this offseason. But I think that's why they made these moves now, not to mention the fact that the compensatory pick window is closed. And that was another big question. Kyle, why didn't they do this last week so they could get a compensatory pick? So the way compensatory picks work, the only players that are eligible... For the compensatory pick formula, are players who were expiring contracts. So, if I cut you and you have two years left on your deal, like Bobby McCain, you can sign with the team at any time. But because you were voluntarily terminated by the team, you're not eligible for the compensatory pick formula, which also closed at the beginning of the week. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get in on all of your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you could track the action at Bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Listen up, Dolphins fans. NewGenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans across America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testifen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, if you text now, they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data mates may apply. One of the other big questions that I got regarding the Bobby McCain news is once again, and the same thing was asked after the Kyle Van Noy transaction and, and departure, is this going to deter free agents from coming to Miami because the Dolphins you know, are, are very callous with their decision-making process? And, and my answer is no. Uh, I think everybody understands with the cap reduction being what it is. Teams are in a tougher spot than they normally are. And I think Miami looks at this opportunity and says we can get younger. We can start to phase in a young stud who we like in Javon Holland. And simultaneously, and this is where I think the proof is that it's not going to impact uh, the Dolphins' ability to sign for agents, Jason McCourty signed yesterday, literally yesterday, Coming from the Patriot system. If you remember when Van Noy went back to New England, there was all this, oh, this division in the locker room, and the team doesn't believe in Tua, blah, 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 blah. Gee whiz, I wonder who that came from, Kyle. And lo and behold, you get Adam Butler and Jason McCourty swinging on down to South Florida to play for the Dolphins this year. They don't care. I think everybody, to some degree, understands that this is a business first. Right? And that's hard for us a lot of times as fans to compartmentalize because for us, it's what we do for fun on Sundays and Saturdays and Thursdays and Mondays is we sit down on the couch after a long day of work, we throw on the tube, and we watch a game of football. And it's a great way to blow off steam and relax. But for these guys, this is their livelihood. This is, these are their lives. This is their life's work culminating with a ton of hard work and I think everybody has a certain understanding that you know, it might not always be pretty. It might not always be convenient. But this is a business. It is a billions and billions and billions and billions of dollar business. Huge money to be made in the NFL for all parties involved. Now, you can get into the merits of whether or not that wealth is spread appropriately, but that's a conversation for another day. At the end of the day, the Dolphins have to make the decisions that are best for the Dolphins. And if you told me you'd swap out Bobby McCain for Javon Holland and Jason McCordy and you're probably going to pay half of what you would be paying Bobby McCain, that's a no-brainer. It is a no-brainer decision. Because I like Bobby. You know, I was hard on Bobby at this time last year. Bobby's not going to cut it. They need a free safety. Well, then he comes out and he plays arguably the best year of his career. Plays in all 16 games, started 15, five passes defensed, one interception, 46 tackles, fairly reliable. He's credited with a pass rating a lot of 64.3, according to Pro Football Reference. I'm not too sure I believe that. But Bobby's issues, and you saw it in the Raiders game down the stretch, tackling, And when you have a guy who plays on the back end and he's the last line of defense and he misses in nine games in 2019 almost 30% of his tackle challenges and then 11.5% and that's stabilizing it in 2020, are we really surprised that Brian Flores, who is super dialed in to fundamentals, is all about making sure that the sound fundamentals are there, the angles are good, the tackling is good, etc., etc., etc. One thing that we do have the answer to is apparently whose job is threatened by the addition of Javon Holland. But what I'm more fascinated by is the domino effect that's going to take place here. Because the Dolphins, they draft Javon Holland, they sign Justin Coleman in free agency, and then they release Bobby McCain And then, in a very short span afterwards, they signed Jason McCourty. Who's playing where is maybe it's semantics. But at the same time, whoever is that fifth defensive back on the field is going to get a ton of run. He's going to get a ton of reps. In the last two years, it's been Nick Needham. And one of the things that I've tried to preach as far as my own personal viewpoint of the team, and if you disagree, that's fine, is that Nick Needham should be DB 6 or 7, who is taking a ton of special teams reps, taking advantage of his blue-collar work ethic, how hard he works, how mentally tough he is, but he should not be getting coverage reps on 60% of the Dolphins' defensive snaps. That's a very large role. Now, when the domino effect happened and Bobby's gone, it's, oh, okay. And then Cam says, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up trying him at free safety. Oh, okay. like We're going to play Holland at free safety. That means it's Coleman versus Needham for the slot. But then the addition of Jason McCourty rolls around with the opportunity to play some safety, and I think it just kind of reaffirms, and there's no way that you can stack a secondary that has Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, Javon Holland, Jason McCourty, Justin Coleman, Eric Rowe, Noah Igbenogany, and Nick Needham, and say Needham is the fifth best DB on that group. You cannot say it. So, ergo, uh, I think this is just further affirmation that, you know, maybe on any given week, the matchups are often going to be selective. But they're going to fit, much like you'd put the best five defensive, offensive linemen out there on the field at any given time. You're probably going to see the Dolphins go after their best pairings of defensive backs. I mean, shoot, we've talked about McCourty and his potential to play free safety. We've talked about Javon Holland and his potential to play free safety. Somebody on the tie line, I think it was Alf from 3 Yards Per Carry, said, what about Byron Jones, too? Like, Depending on what kind of matchups you get, and you obviously want whoever is out there for the majority of the snaps to be the quote-unquote quarterback, so maybe they get free safety designation even if they're not lining up in the high post. I think that's an important distinguishment to make. But, like, Jones played free safety for two years in Dallas. And I understand that the response to that is, well, we're not paying Byron Jones $18 million a year to play free safety. That's comfortably, far and away, uh, the top figure in the NFL for free safeties. And I would agree. Uh, But I also don't think the Dolphins realistically walked away from last year and felt they got what they paid for in Byron Jones. He needs to be a better version of himself. There were good flashes for Byron Jones, but he had almost 10 missed tackles. He allowed a passer rating allowed. It depends on where you look. Pro Football Focus credits him with a 117 passer rating allowed. Uh, Pro Football Reference credits Byron Jones with a passer rating allowed that is in that same ballpark. His is uh, 108 on the dot. According to Pro Football Reference, Jones gave up 10.6 yards per target, was credited with five touchdowns allowed in coverage, missed almost 20% of his tackle challenges after posting missed tackle totals of 5.6 and 2.1 in the previous two years. His passer rating allowed was 84 and 87 those past two years in Dallas comes to Miami 108, according to Pro Football Reference, even higher according to Pro Football Focus. So either way, you're not going to get the money you're paying for for Byron Jones. I just think everything should be on the table, and we'll see what direction they choose to go with it. But one thing that we cannot do, myself included, is fall into the trap of, well, you know, they're going to play static on the back end, and Xavier's going to play on this side, and Byron's going to play on this side, and so and so is going to play free set. No. Brian Flores ain't doing that. Brian Flores is going to mix and match these guys. He's going to throw you a bunch of curveballs. He's going to find athletic profiles that match favorably. He's going to look for experience to play against experience. And they're going to save money in the process by cutting ties with Bobby McCain. You can also save some money by visiting builtbar.com and using promo code LOCK15 to save 15% on your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. Built Bar, protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Nine individual flavors right now in stock for you to choose from. 100% chocolate, high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. Whether you're somebody who wants something to grab and go, something post-workout, something delicious, Bilt Bar can fill that void for you in your life. So visit BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and save 15% on your next order at
1: builtbar.com. Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Where does Bobby go from here? He can sign at any anytime he'd like. He's due for a visit in the coming days to the Washington football team to rejoin Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think that's the final point I would like to make is the Dolphins are Underway with a leadership change. And you think about the leaders who were on this team last year Ryan Fitzpatrick, Bobby McCain, and Kyle Van Noy. All three are gone. Now, this is not quite the Joe Philbin Leadership Council purge that we experienced back in the early 2010s, but this is a notable departure. And who steps in to fill the void? is going to be really fascinating to see unfold. Is this a bad thing? I don't necessarily think so, because you think of two of the three. You think about Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was always a short-term bridge, right? And his experience was invaluable. But at some point, the Padawans must become the masters, to borrow from uh, a few days ago, May the Fourth Be With You, Star Wars Day. At some point, the young guys have to take the mantle for themselves. Bobby McCain was one of the longest-tenured Miami Dolphins on the roster. He was here in 2015. So he saw Joe Philbin, he saw Dan Campbell, he saw Adam Gase, and now he's seen Brian Flores. He's seen a lot of stuff. And when you're a tenured guy, and you've been in the league for a while, Inevitably, your point of view and perspective about the league and the team is established. You know, it's not like you guys go into every single year with an open mind and say, oh, yeah, we'll see where this year takes me. No, man, like Bobby's seen almost everything there is to see in the NFL as a nine year veteran and a persistent starter. From the Dolphins' perspective, with this regime, they probably want leaders who have been groomed as a part of this regime. Total buy-in. And I'm not saying that Bobby McCain was not bought in. But inevitably, when you've got young guys and you are a coaching staff or a mentor, you have more impressionability that you can leave on talent to make sure the messaging and the tone and the delivery and the consistency in your locker room is exactly the way that you want it. We'll see what else the Dolphins have up their sleeve. They've been busy. I have a feeling they're going to continue to be busy. Churning. It's what they do. They're constantly looking for upgrade opportunities, bringing in a number of guys on short-term deals, one-year contracts, to guarantee that they continue to have long-term flexibility, but they're players that you know work within the system because they are experienced within the system. And say what you will about Bobby McCain and his pros and cons as a player, even though he played a different position than what Jason McCourty did for the vast majority of his career, Jason McCourty has played in this defense better. McCourty, three seasons in New England, the last three years. He started out in Tennessee, a stop in Cleveland, and then a three-year stint in New England, including the year that they won the Super Bowl with Brian Flores effectively calling the plays. McCourty is less of a long-term answer, but you have a long-term answer that you presumably feel good about in Javon Holland. McCourty's more experienced and he's been a more productive player. He has 18 career interceptions and 109 career passes defensed. Bobby McCain, he's got seven career interceptions and 30 career passes defense. He's been playing since 2015. This team thinks they can win. So they're going to get a guy who can be a better contributor now without compromising the long term. And this is the exciting, this was the next evolution when we talked about the Dolphins team building. At some point, you've got to start bringing in older veterans looking for a year contract to prove they can still ball. Guys like Jason McCordy, that's the ticket. Your ticket to all the Dolphins content that you need is to hit subscribe on this podcast and follow along all off-season long. It will be training camp before you know it. It'll be the start of the 2021 season before you know it, and we will be there every single step of the way. I am Kyle Krabs. Thanks, as always, for listening to Locked On Dolphins. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins all year long. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.